On this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast, if you need to be heard, maybe the best way to start the honest conversation is say, I need to be heard. Mm. That's, and that's good. Not, that is good, Tricia. It's, well, it's, I don't do it. I mean, I can sure <laughs> suggest it. Hello there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. This is Trisha. And we're glad that you are here today. Can I be honest? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> Give it a go. That's the question we're going to be covering today. Because I think we have a lot of relationships. I, I, I would venture to say in Christian circles where we feel like we have to tell the other person the answer that we think they expect us to say. Oof. I know that's a mouthful, okay. but... But that's where this whole fine mentality comes from. You know, mm-hmm. your hair can be on fire and you're fine. Right. <laughs> um, and so I want to dive into the topic of honest relationships. How can we develop? Because I do believe they develop. Yeah. They're a gift, but you have to work on them and develop them into um, honest relationships, authentic relationships where you can have a safe place mm-hmm. to bleed is what I call it. Yeah, you know. Sure. I understand there you don't want to, you know, hang out your dirty laundry in in the middle of town, but you do need to have some people in your life that can speak truth to you and that you can be honest with. Yeah. Um so uncomfortable sometimes though. Oh, it's yeah. like walking around naked. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. All your warts and yeah. bumps yeah. and love handles yeah. all on ex- all exposed. All on display because yeah. you're vulnerable yeah, when vulnerable. you're honest, you know, you're Saying the things that sometimes you haven't even said your, to yourself, mm. if you're really honest. Mm-hmm. You're and good. That's hard. You're good at asking hard questions. I'm just mm-hmm. going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Good. It's good. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. Sometimes it's not so good. And you are good at being vulnerable. Well, it's good. I think, I, here's my thing. I, I, y'all know, I'm pretty open about life and struggle Mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. I'm pretty open about that. But I also think that you can get to a point where you know what people expect and you can still hide behind that. Yeah. Because I do that from time to time. Mm -hmm. I mean, just being 100%. And I think part of that is the nature of the lives that we live, the busyness that we feel, you know, like I don't have time to go into it all and I'm just exhausted and I don't want to go into it all. You know, those kinds of of conversations that you know you need to have, but you just Mm -hmm. are like, "Uh, I can't right now. I think it also, though, has to do with being a Christian, that we mm. feel like we um, have to put on a persona sometimes of God's done a great work in my life. And so I'm Ta-dee-da. I'm perfect now. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> nothing to see here. Yeah. I'm just rosy and shiny and God did work. Isn't mm-hmm. that great? Yeah. And because we're also on display for non-believers mm. as well mm. as other believers. And we want to be encouraging and That's a tricky part to me. Uh, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, I want to be honest and I want to be vulnerable and I want to be true, but I also want to glorify God and I don't want to put out this image Mm -hmm. that Christ followers, you know, don't have victory or don't have joy because I believe that as a Christ follower, I do. Mm -hmm. But when I struggle and I'm open about it with someone who may not have the relationship with Jesus Christ... What kind of an image am I portraying for them? Yeah. So I do have that question. Absolutely, I do too, because I think people, you know, look in from the back doors of our church and go, I can't live up to that. And so they turn around and leave and they miss Jesus because 
you know, we aren't as honest as we need to be because we we portray an image that life is great and we never have problems. But on the other hand, I agree with you, you know, finding that balance of how to glorify God through my struggle. Yeah. Um, is is sometimes the, the, the rub. And it's it's hard to do that without going deep. Mm, so it's true. hard to yeah. do that without having that one on one conversation where you can really be truly vulnerable and say all the things that need to be said that gives real context to your story, the mm-hmm. hope mm-hmm. and the sadness that yeah. might mm-hmm. come from whatever's going on. And, and that doesn't happen in every conversation you have yeah. with or people. Quickly. Doesn't well, right. happen quickly. That's what right. I was going to say. It takes time, which mm-hmm. a lot of us say we have very little of, you know, for, and, and we do. I mean, we're scheduled to the max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have something tonight. And I'm like, okay, we've obviously forgotten something because we, <laughs> we have something every night. Like, Better fill it yeah, if you I have know, an open right? slot. I yeah. know. I'm not going to say that very loud because someone in my house will find someone to feel it. But, <laughs> but we are busy. And so I think. A, beyond being honest, taking the time to do that. But I think also um, that we get lost in other things. If you are a mom, it's your kids. Probably. Yeah. If you don't have kids, it might be your job. Mm-hmm. Like you get lost in taking care of things at your job so you don't really focus on those relationships need that you need. Or it might be somebody else's stuff. I mean, that's easy to do too. You get so involved and so deep with somebody else that you're always kind of taking care and helping them that you don't really deal with your stuff. Which I would contend might be another issue, like called codependency. But <laughs> but there are all those you know subtopics of things that we can get wrapped up in. I don't think anybody would argue with me there that sometimes it's easy to ignore or get lost in something else and kind of forget who you are. I also think it's hard because sometimes you want to have conversations with somebody and you want to be honest with them. And you start the conversation and all of a sudden the conversation becomes about them. And maybe that's that codependence thing you're talking mm. about, the other person. But you ha- you find a person who you can be open and vulnerable with. And all of a sudden what you've done is you've th- they found a great counselor in you. Mm. And you didn't get a chance to actually share what was on your heart and in your, you know, what you needed to share. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a conversation that you weren't prepared for or wasn't what you entered into the conversation all of a sudden you're listening yeah okay and that's hard that I've been burned with that a few times you know wanting to mm-hmm. have that conversation be open and honest and really share something that's going on in my heart and somebody takes the conversation in a totally different direction and I never yeah. get back around to hey I'm really actually in pain and I need to yeah. talk about something mm-hmm. talk to you. um mm-hmm. so how do you how do you get well, it back around? That That's making me think of approaching the conversation honestly. Yeah, I need yeah. to talk to you about something going on with me. Yeah. And then if the conversation finds its way to that person <laughs> after you start with that, it's like, well, maybe a, a different person would be better. But if you need to be heard, maybe the best way to start the honest conversation is say, I need to be heard. Mm. That's, and that's good. Not, that is good, Trisha. I, it's well, it's I don't do it. I mean, I can sure suggest it, but I certainly don't do it. I'm yeah. the worst offender of this at all because I'm sitting here thinking of all the times I've been in that situation you're talking about mm. and all about honesty. But I never tell the person what it is that I need or that I'm hoping to receive. Yeah. 
And that's a that's a good point too is to be is to be confident enough to walk into the conversation and tell the other person what it is you're hoping to get out of the conversation mm-hmm. as opposed to just letting it be let's two girlfriends sit down and chat with each other and hope it goes and the right. way you're yeah and desiring. Right. So um I, I'm gonna throw this out to both of you because y'all are married and I am not. But um I th- I think sometimes when you um in a, especially in a marriage relationship, men tend to be fixers. And sometimes you don't need them to fix it. You just need them to listen, right? And so that can be, I've often heard and and been talk, talking with people and they've said, sometimes I just wish he'd just hear me out. You know, just hear me out and uh-huh. I'll try to fix me. Uh-huh. I'll try to fix the situation, but just hear me out. And I think that's not only guys, I'm, you know, women struggle with that too because we tend to be control freaks. We don't right. necessarily want to. Well, we we we'll fix it, but it's by controlling it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever situation that that may be. So I think that you can get into that mindset of I'm going to be a blessing, I'm going to be a help, and you lose kind of lose your humanity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, Carol, you actually said something to me really valuable yesterday. Really, I'm going to write it down because I very rarely do that. That's not true. You do it a lot, but you did in fact do it yesterday. Were you talking about how? how oh you made me forget it i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 how um people say things to you to make themselves feel better mm. so i had a situation where i was upset about something mm-hmm. and um somebody said something to me that made me feel like they didn't want me to be sad so they were saying something so i wouldn't be sad but i was going to be sad about the situation i just am sad about the situation and you said that's because people want to say things to make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. So if you bring an issue that you're upset about um, to somebody, it doesn't have to have to do with them causing it or anything like that, but you're sad about it. The person loves you. They care about you. They're going to want to say something that's going to make you feel better and make themselves feel better. And I think that's why husbands often will do that. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make you feel better and make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. And the only way they know how is, well, then I'll do it. I'll do this or I'll do that. Um, but but the whole issue is they don't know what to say, so they're trying to say something to make you feel better and make themselves feel better as well, which I, when I think about that, it gives me a little more compassion. Mm. Like, oh, well, he, he's not sure what to say. Right. David, my husband, we've been married almost 20 years, and he's gotten really good at knowing what's going on. So he'll ask me, do you want me to provide you a solution, or do you want me just to listen? <laughs> I'm like, just listen. Or sometimes I want a solution. Yeah. But he's gotten better at that because we've had conversations like that in the he past. He needs to teach a husband class. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's good. I he's just introduced good. my husband to yours. Yeah. Well, he, he literally <laughs> asked, do you should, want me to give you what I think, or do it, you want me to just listen to you? He should let some single guys come to that class, too. I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what we're talking about is empathy. Is, yeah. is that right? What well, I, yeah, and that when, when a person's grieving, mm. the other person says something sometimes that doesn't help. But it's because they don't know what to say and they're trying to say something to make themselves feel better. Remember right. we were talking about yeah. grief? Yeah. When I lost my mom, sometimes people would say things that felt very cold, like, you should be rejoicing that she's in heaven. And that is true. But in that moment, I didn't want to be rejoicing mm-hmm. that she was in heaven because yeah. I wanted her to be where I could hug her. Yeah. Um, and that's that disconnect that people have 
Um, and so, you know, when you're entering into an honest conversation, you are at risk for a disconnect, mm-hmm. a, 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 someone saying something that's not what you wanted to hear, mm-hmm. or they, they're not scratching the itch that you were hoping to scratch. Yeah. Do you, does that make sense? It, it makes total sense. And ju- it just popped into my mind. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of Brene Brown's research. And she's a shame. She studies shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but she talks about empathy. She said empathy is not is you being in a hole. And it's not me looking down in the hole and saying, you got yourself into this hole. It's not even reaching my hand down in the hole and trying to help you up. Empathy is crawling down in the hole with mm. you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and and I think yeah. there are times for each of the not well. We should never point at somebody and say this. You got yourself there, unless they need some tough love, you know. And then in that case, yeah, God may call us to do that, but it's God's job to convict them of mm-hmm. where they are. But I think in a lot of cases, we would do a lot better if we just crawl down the hole and sit with people and just not feel compelled to say a word. Because I feel like we the the we the technology that we have. Uh, at this point in our lives, we are worse listeners than we've ever been mm. because there's more to listen to. Yeah. I think everybody yes. wants to be seen mm. and heard yeah. and known and loved. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you crawl down into that pit with somebody, they they feel all those things. Mm-hmm. They know that you love them and that they are known and that they are seen and they are heard yeah. and validated, mm. you know. Or the person they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and valuable. The, and mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Aren't you glad Jesus does that? I, well, oh, aren't you glad goodness. that he crawls down into that pit with us? Because we as humans can't do that for everybody. I mean, it's, that's a hard thing to do. It's hard to crawl into the pit with mm-hmm. somebody. It's hard to have somebody crawl into the pit with you. But we know that God always does that. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus is always right there. That's right what he here. says in his word. He left the Holy Spirit here for that very reason so that we have and we have somebody to crawl into the pit with us. Yeah. So I want to ask you this because I think we can get into a rut of speaking only spiritual words to God. How do you maintain that honesty with God? Because sometimes, honestly, I don't want to deal with what it is going on in my heart. <laughs> Hundred percent. And when you're honest with God, you got to be honest with yourself. Exactly. And you got to deal with it, and you well, got to deal with the feelings and the aftermath of the feelings. Not only that, mm, yeah. but you, when you're honest with Him, you open up. I mean, not like you are keeping Him from it because He can do whatever He wants to. But you kind of open yourself up to His correction, you know, His reproof, His yeah. loving embrace, but also the things that don't need to be there that are. You know, and he reveals those idols that are maybe you've put in place of him or those things. And so sometimes I can find myself pr- playing this game was like, I'm good and I'm going to say all the spiritual things to God today because, you know, somehow God needs my encouragement. <laughs> and is he needs to be hoodwinked of how well I'm doing when I'm not, you know, I mean, like, seriously, Carol, um, maybe I'm the only one that does that. No, 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 no. I think it's a lot more, a lot more often that we don't want to talk to God about it because we don't want. We don't want to hear what he has to say about it. Come on now. Because we're probably in the wrong. (laughs) No, probably. (laughs) I think you're right on that one. He's not just going to correct us once. Mm. He's going to continue to remind us just in the way he does with the loving stuff of Mm -hmm. the, I mean, all of it's loving, but with the, you know, reminding us of scripture in those hard times, we bring scripture to mind. He also, in the times when we're being disobedient or when we're dealing with something, 
continues to like knock on the door of our heart and mm-hmm. go, hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. Being honest with God means that you've opened yourself up to those kinds of reminders on a regular basis. Right. We're better for it. I, I think the way we can get started down that road, because I struggle with that. I struggle with everything you're talking about. I understand both of uh, what both of you have said. And I think in order to start an honest conversation with God, the first thing I have to grab a hold of is that how much he loves me. Mm, yeah. Because talking to someone when I've made a mistake or talking to someone when I'm upset or talking to God, when I, I know maybe I'm, I'm not doing the right thing, I, I want to hide instead. But if I take time to remember how much he loves me, then my guard comes down. Mm. And then I can share what's honestly going on in my life and in my heart and mm. in my mind. Mm. Right. But I have to start with that. And he yeah. chose you. And he knew all yeah. the stuff ahead of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's not a surprise. He knew all of it before he made you. <laughs> Absolutely. And Sometimes he I think I shock you. him, but yeah. yet you're saying no. Okay, that's good. That's good. He loves us. Yeah. Yeah. That's despite so the stuff we've done mm-hmm. and despite the feelings we have. I lived a large part of my life feeling like I was the all the world. And here's what I mean by that. For God so loved the world. Because God's word says he loved the world, I was just kind of thrown in. Yeah, you're one of the... Group. Oh, I was yeah. one of the world. Just a really tiny piece. You're a BOGO. Yeah. <laughs> I understand oh, that thought yes. process. Right. <laughs> well, I got hurt. That's She's right. thrown in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I got to keep this one because I said I would. So there we go. Yeah. I, I did. I lived a large portion of my life in that place. And I think that can happen, you know, isolated yeah. and not feeling that personal relationship and, you know, really coming to the realization that that verse also says, for God so loved you, you, you are in the world, you, you. but you're not just thrown in. You know, you, you, you can think about that two different ways, too. You can be small enough to fall through the cracks, mm. which is the negative side of that and not true. Mm. Or you can go to God's word and God, God says that he rescues the one, leaves the mm. 99 behind. He leaves the whole world, Carol, mm. behind to come right for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> unexpected. Yeah. Unexpected sheep we have here in the studio. You can always count on me for that. The unexpected, right? Yeah. yeah. So I guess how do we get to those honest conversations? Why are they so hard and how can we start them? We, we talked about saying what we need in the beginning mm-hmm. of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's unrealistic, but it is hard to do. As a friend, I would love it if someone I knew said, I need to talk to you. I've yeah. just got something on my heart. I would be like, okay, let's let's do that. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I oh, want yeah. you to feel confident. What a privilege. That, yeah. It's a compliment mm-hmm. that you are sharing with a friend um, and you just get right out there and tell them. Do you think I need to talk is enough, though? Or, or do you need to go further than that? Because I, I, honestly, there are times that I, I go into a conversation. I know I need to talk. I have no clue what I need. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. just need to share my heart. Well, yeah. I, I think say what you need. If you don't know what you need, say, I don't know what I need, but I need something. <laughs> you might end up saying you need counseling. That's just what you need. Flat out honesty. Right. Mm-hmm. I have lots of words that are bubbling up and yeah. they need to come out of the mouth and I need you to hear them. And I don't know what we're going to do about it. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them right. once they come out of my mouth. But 
I need you to put on your ears and for me to open my mouth and okay, let's so, make magic together. Yeah, <laughs> bring the Holy Spirit. So, so we we are, and, and then uh, do you think expectations plays into that about realistic about you know what they're uh, able to give and able to do, and because I I think that's where we kind of. Step over into the codependency part, you know. Um, I think it's important to seek out those people that you know you can have a good conversation with. Yeah, you mm, know what that wise. you know who, who can listen well. Mm-hmm. That's mm. why I find a girlfriend instead of my husband most of the time. Yeah, because my husband's a fixer. Yeah, but my I have a great girlfriend that I go to church with who does who is an excellent listener, mm. and that's what the kind of person is I want to seek out. Right, seek out that listener. I think that also. Um, speaks to the first thing we talked about how we you want to make sure when you're really sharing your heart about something you want to be honest that you have struggles with people maybe that aren't um, uh, mature believers but when you want to share your heart Mm. be wise about who it is that you're sharing it with Mm. um, because you you want to seek out wise counsel I'm Mm -hmm. I'm reading Proverbs a lot lately because wisdom is my word for the year Mm -hmm. and seeking out wise counsel um, is is the way to approach it and find w- wisdom. Of course, God's going to be the one who's going to sure. give it, and He also allows us these these friends, like your friend that you talked about, who you feel could speak into your life. I think uh, mentors are a great idea. We we've kind of moved away from that. I think in in Christian circles because we've always made that an age thing. But it's not necessarily an age thing. It doesn't have to be somebody older than you. It can be somebody who's been through a lot in their life and has yeah. gained a lot of spiritual wisdom through that. So I'm a big fan of mentoring. I think um, mm-hmm. I need a lot of mentors. Um, I have a, a mentor who's been walking with me, wow, since college days, I guess. And uh, I don't see her a ton, but when I when something's going on, I know I can pick up the phone and call her and say, hey, where, where am I at on this and, and how can you? So I think that's another place. Um, but if you're if you're in a place where you you really don't have any of those things around you, I would say um, plug into the local church where you are and ask God to to show you somebody who could mentor you or, or befriend you or um, because honestly, this community is wonderful, but we can only do so much. We'd love nothing more than to have coffee with every one of you and hear what God is doing through mm-hmm. your heart and life. But that's just not possible. Um, sometimes because of geography, other times just because of time. So God, I believe, will place somebody in your life if you pray for that and um, and somebody who can give you that godly counsel and who can help you process through those things. And the other part of it, too, is I would say if it's more than somebody uh, can handle and you need to seek professional help, don't hesitate to do that. Y'all, I've been through enough counseling for us all. I ought to be a lot smarter than I am. And I don't say that jokingly. I mean, I do say it jokingly, but I really have been through a lot of counseling because it always helps to have somebody outside Mm -hmm. your situation to talk to who can help you see things without emotions because you see everything with emotions. Mm -hmm. So that's always valuable. And don't be afraid to reach out and to do that if that's what you need to do. Hey, we love you a ton. Yes, yes, yes. We are so glad you're a part of this community. We love what God is doing through Girl Talk, and it would not be possible without our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. Thank you, folks, for supporting us, for praying for us, for being a part of this podcast. We love you so much. If you want to get in touch, it's easy to do. Girl Talk at thelightfm.org is our email address. We also have a public Girl Talk Facebook page. You can join that anytime, see what's going on. Uh, I also have a girlfriend's page. It's a private page. 
And you get a little behind-the-scenes time with us and see what we do (laughs) and the craziness that is Girl Talk uh, behind the scenes. So we'd love to connect with you any way that you can. The important thing for you to know is we're praying for you. We're praying God uses this podcast to deepen your relationship with Him and to help you grow in Him. That is the reason that we do this podcast, and it is for you and for God's glory. So we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast.